Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. It is Sunday. Hopefully you're having a good weekend. Uh, I'm Simon Scholes, founder and creative director of Perception Studios, the award-winning visual marketing agency. And we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on social media, be it video, animation, aerial photography, graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. Um, we take them all the way through the whole creative process. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not all small businesses had a budget set aside for having content created on a regular basis for their social media. But as we all know, consistency is key to having an audience grow on your social media platforms. So I wanted to try and help as many people as possible understand what they could do themselves for free. What could you do yourself that won't cost you a penny, but will cost you time? Turned it into a book. It went to number one on Amazon, How to Nine Times Your Social Media. You can download it for free right now on the link in the description box below. Um, but what I want to do is just try and help as many people get creating content. I've been doing live videos about this. I do daily content about it. The podcast goes out all the time. I've got stuff on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, everywhere. Just trying to get you on that content creation journey. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency. We help brands and businesses with video, with animation, with aerial work, photography, graphics, all sorts of different elements to help them with their social media content. However, a few years ago, it became quite obvious to me that not every brand, not every business had the money necessary to spend on consistent content. Because it's great to have content going out all the time on social media. And if it looks great, even better. But sometimes that's not always possible. So what I tried to do was come up with a process that could help smaller brands, small businesses understand what they could do for free. My favorite four-letter word. So I turned it into a book. It went to number one on Amazon. It's called How to Nine Times Your Social Media. Right now, during all this craziness, I've been giving it away for free. I'm going to stop doing that very soon. So if you want your free copy of my book, Go and download it. The link is in the description box below on this video, on this live stream right now. So go and get your copy for free. Um, And yeah, basically, I just wanted to try and help as many people as possible start creating content. When all this madness started hitting, um, I started doing daily live videos. I did that for 10 weeks, seven days a week, uh, going live, giving as much advice and answering as many questions as I could, uh, getting guests in on podcasts and on the live videos and stuff as well. Um, and it's been great fun and doing it three times a week now, still answering your questions and trying to just give as much value as I possibly can do uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, good evening to Ed, who has just joined us uh, on uh, Facebook. Thank you very much for joining us, Ed. Uh, hopefully um, you might have some questions this evening, ones that you might remember even. Ed has a short memory span. Um, he doesn't really, but he just he always has questions for me and then forgets what they are. Um, anyway, right, so today is Town Crier Day, which is what we're going to talk about um so yeah we're going to talk about that and then answer some of your questions if you've got any questions you want to ask stick them into the comments on the feed that you're watching right now whether that's on twitter youtube facebook or on instagram as well um, and hello to um mc 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 i'm doing it again mcginley's cc and also uh morgan 40 and as well as just joined us on Instagram Live, um, and everybody else has joined us on all the other streams as well. Stick your questions in the comments. We'll do our best to answer them. Okay, Town Crier Day. What is a, what is a Town Crier? Does anybody remember what a Town Crier is? 
the um, the town I used to live in until I moved to where I am now in Andover. I don't know if Andover's got one, but Newbury still had a town crier. Um, I think his name was Bob. I think. Lovely guy anyway. I met him loads of times when I was doing stuff uh, with the Round Table, which is um, a group I used to be a member of. And um, a town crier basically is a person who rings a bell and used to walk the streets back in the day before newspapers and everything else like that were commonplace and would kind of tell people what's happened in the town on that particular day or if nothing particular has happened, keep everybody peace of mind, letting them know all's well and all that kind of stuff. And they would go around the town ringing a bell, making sure it's an announcement. And they were essentially the social media of the day. However, back in the day, nobody really demonised a town crier for going around and ringing a bell and let everybody know the news. However, nowadays, we really do have this ability to demonize these platforms that we have to use, which are completely free. And that's what amazes me is that people will say how bad these platforms are for business and everything else like that when they're not. They're incredible platforms for business. They are incredible platforms for good. Don't get me wrong. There's some bad stuff on there as well. But you can't just put everything into one barrel and just go, yeah, it's all shit. It's all bad. You can't do that. The amount of times I've done talks and people have said, I don't have a Facebook account because I don't like Facebook. Well, that's fine. You may not like Facebook, but your business will love it. Your business will thrive off it. And you have a potential of having more customers by the fact that you use these platforms. But if you don't use them, then your competition sure as hell will be because they are free. Again, I will keep saying this. They are free. F-R-E-E. They cost you nothing. To build an organic audience, it will cost you nothing. It is completely free. Why would you not use a platform that could potentially talk to billions of people that is free because you don't like it? And that's what I'm struggling to understand with quite a lot of people is there's a lot of pushback on using social media at the moment. Um, a lot of platforms are having issues all over the place. We, like I say, we're demonizing different platforms. TikTok is the big one at the moment. People are demonizing TikTok. There's a potential of it being banned completely in America, which, again, is amazing. But you're seeing people on TikTok right now in a situation where they may not have a job because TikTok might get banned. Now, this comes back to something I talk about on such a regular basis, which is don't put all your eggs in one basket. You've got to learn to remove the friction for your audience. Not everybody wants to consume your content where you are the most comfortable putting it. Now, don't get me wrong. These youngsters on TikTok, most of their audience is on TikTok. But why would you not put 80% of your effort into TikTok, making regular content on TikTok, getting those influencer deals in, getting those brand deals in, making money, doing your lives, all that kind of stuff, and keep building your audiences on TikTok. But why would you not then diversify that to other channels? You have already got an audience who actually really care about you on TikTok. So why would you not now and again just drip feed them across to a YouTube channel or to your Instagram channel or to your Snapchat? There are so many other platforms that are available out there that you could just drip feed them over to. You're not necessarily saying, everybody come and follow me now, do it. But just drip feed them into those different platforms so that you have 
that potential of when something does go tits up, like potentially TikTok might do, or any other platform might just suddenly disappear or completely close your account because you're breaching terms and conditions in their mindset. And you might not necessarily have done that, but then all your content's gone. That's it. It's deleted. And you can't get it back. And you can't get back that 1 million subscribers that you had. If that happens, you still have all these other platforms that you have audience on because you've drip-fed them across. You've worked like a town crier, effectively, and rang your bell and gone, did you know I have another channel? Come and take a look at it. And in fact, on YouTube, you can get them to click the bell. Something happens on your channel. They are notified of it in their notifications, just like a town crier. How awesome is that? So don't put all your eggs into one basket. Don't worry about demonizing all these other platforms. Other people are going to do that for you. What you've got to remember is your business will love you for using these other platforms. You may not like them. I fully understand that. I love them, but I do understand that some people don't like them, don't like things like Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat or Twitter. I get it. I do get it. But they are platforms for good if you use them that way. You don't have to consume what everybody else is putting out there. It's nice if you do now and again consume what your competition are doing and other people because then you can reach out and do more of the most valuable part of social media, which is being social. But don't demonize these platforms. Get yourself on there. Put value out. Help people with the education that you can give them in your area of expertise. And don't put all your eggs into one basket. Please don't do that. Like I say, so I'm seeing so many people now on places like TikTok panicking because they don't have an audience anywhere else. Put your eggs into one basket and then take a few out and put those into other baskets, but leaving about 80% of your eggs in that one basket. In other words, if you know who your avatar is, you're going to talk to them where they are. You're going to put most of your content out where they are because it's going to hit harder where they are. But remembering not every single person who wants to be your customer is going to be hanging out in that place. So you better start putting stuff in other places. And then once you've got an audience in that 80% place, you can start going, did you know I've got an Instagram? Did you know I've got a LinkedIn? Did you know I've got a Twitter page? Come and take a look. Come and see. It's not all the same content. And they might come over and actually like those pages and start following you and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think... You need to start diversifying, stop demonizing, and uh, hopefully in start enjoying creating content for your channels and stuff. Let's have a look at what's on the comments. Uh, good evening to Miles, who's just joined us. Thank you very much for popping in. Um, and Aaron, as well, who's just joined us on Instagram Live. Uh, Ad, is asking a Ed, Ad Ed is asking a question. Um, as a YouTuber, is it important to have a schedule of when you're going to post videos? I guess the same applies to social media. Is it important to have a set schedule on when you're going to post or do you just post when you want to, need to? Schedule. If you can, schedule all the way. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily scheduling content through things like Hootsuite or Buffer. What I mean is have a schedule in place. If EastEnders was on at 7 o'clock on a Monday in the evening and then at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday and 3 o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday and then 5 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday and then 7 o'clock in the morning on a Friday, the chances are most people back in the day when it was just starting would have missed most of those episodes because it's all over the place. It's a bit muddled and nobody really knows. And the problem is, is then the next week it would be on a completely different schedule. It wouldn't be those times again. 
So we like as humans to have a bit of a schedule in front of us. We like to know what's going to be happening. So when I create content, I try, if I possibly can do, like I have done with these daily lives, to stick to a specific time or a time window that you can play with so that people know when to come and watch. I've had people say to me today, when I didn't go live at 11 o'clock, oh, that's good because I expected you to. I've got something else on at that time and I didn't really want to have to watch the replay. I'll come and watch it at that time, whatever time you go live instead. So they expect you to be live at those particular times. Now, do you need to do it on every social media network? It's going to differ for every social media network, but it's good, to, again, to have that kind of schedule in place because then people can expect your content to be there. It doesn't mean they'll go the instant it goes live, but there's a potential that will go, oh, Miles or Ed or Simon or Chris, all the, these are names of people that have been watching the lives on a regular basis. They put the content out at this particular time. Okay, well, I can't go and consume it now, but I know in half an hour when I can, that piece of content will be there. So you're building an audience on the on the promise that your content is going to be there on the set scheduled times. That's not to say you can't just drop in a piece of content suddenly out of nowhere because you've got some inspiration from somewhere and there's a chance maybe that piece of content might hit harder than anything else. You don't know. But at least you've got that kind of schedule in place. It also makes it easier for you as well. If you've got a schedule in place, you know when you're going to be posting stuff. You know when you've got to have stuff ready by. And in fact, you know that you can get everything ready for those set times. And then you can put them out there set times. And you can use scheduling software. Don't get me wrong. They're not ideal for platforms. And, and some of them will harm the reach of your content. But yeah, absolutely. Um, I think definitely you, you should be putting a schedule in place, helping people to understand when your content's going to be consumed. I have events on my pages which say when I'm going to be live, the days I'm going to be live, so that people can go, right, he's going to be live on this day at this time. I'll go and consume it. Or he's going to be live at this day at this time. I'll go and consume it at 5 o'clock in the evening because I know he's going to be on at 11 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, hopefully that helps. And Miles also asks, how often should I post? It varies from platform to platform. Um, it's very, very different. Basically, what I would suggest is letting things settle down a little bit, but taking a look at how long, on average, a piece of content lasts on different social media channels, and then decide whether you've got the time available to you to post the amount of times that you need to be visible all the time. And do you want to be visible all the time? Does your avatar spend all the time on social media? Do you work globally? In which case, you need to be looking at different time sets and yeah okay i need to be visible all the time because the guys in england won't be consuming at two o'clock in the morning but the guys in america will and how can i do that well i'm gonna to have to do that through scheduling because i can't be awake all that kind of stuff um but it, it varies from platform to platform so i'm not gonna start deep diving each platform because it is very different from every platform um but yeah i would recommend looking at how long on average content lasts on platform a good example for you instagram before all this happened, before COVID happened, um, a piece of content on Instagram at best would last eight hours in the feed before it was lost in amongst everybody else's photos and probably never seen again unless it performed really, really well. So what you wanted to do then is think, right, I want to be visible most of the day. How do I do that? Well, 8, 16, 24, 
that's 24 hours in a day. Okay, I need to post three times a day. And that's what you would do is post three times a day on Instagram. Right now, that number is probably higher because people are consuming content more and more often. Um, but I, three times a day is probably enough for most people. Um, it's, it's a lot of hard work. It's even just three times a day. Okay, let's have a look at some of the questions uh, that came in overnight. Um, we've got Steve asking the question, um, I run social media for a charity I work at. The only reason I'm doing it is because I know how to post stuff. What should I be posting on their pages? Okay, this is a massive question. We're not going to go, again, I'm not going to go deep diving into this, Steve, if you want to. Um, go and book a one-to-one -one with me on um my website and we can have a chat that way instead a one-to-one -one would be great we can have a chat however what i would recommend to you is um looking at what other charities do i would look at what some of the big televisual content actually does so things like children in need red nurse day what do they do i'm not suggesting that every piece of content you put out needs to pull on the heartstrings but they show what their charity is capable of doing how they help and then go, right, okay, that money's done this. Would you please give some more money so that we can do more of this and other stuff? So that's what I would suggest you start looking at is potentially case studies of content so that you can show how you help people. And I think that would be a really great way of doing stuff. Um, yeah. Just so you know, may have to end the broadcast. Um, a little person has just returned from the walk. Um, I'll go through this question really quickly. Uh, Josh is asking... I want to start a YouTube channel. What should I be making content about? You should be making content about what you're passionate about, Josh. What is it you love in your life? Be it mugs, be it badges, be it football, be it a specific club, be it American football, rugby, whatever it is, whatever your true 100% passion is, that's what you should be creating YouTube content on because your passion will flow through the content, will show through the content and an audience will engage with that because they'll have that emotional connection between you and them. If you're creating content just because something's trending and you think, okay, well, that's trending, that's what I should be creating content about and you've got no passion about it, then your audience is going to see that you have no passion about it and probably never come back again because you sound bored and not excited about the subject matter. But if you're creating content you care about and that you love, that will shine through. You'll put more effort into it. You'll shine through as a character. People will connect with you emotionally. And not only that, if you don't build an audience, you're still creating a bunch of content about something you really care about, which is awesome. And that audience will come in time. So don't expect an audience to happen immediately. Patience is the key. It's going to take a long time. And when I say a long time, I'm talking a couple of years on YouTube, Josh. So stick with it. Really do stick with it. Okay. Hopefully, I've answered a few of your questions. We do have another couple that have come through, but we won't go into that right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ed just said exactly what was running through my mind. I'm not putting it up on the screen, but yes, exactly. Um, okay. Anyway, I'm going to disappear. Thank you so much for watching this evening. Um, a shortish one, 20 minutes. Um, if you have enjoyed the broadcast and you're not subscribed to me on whatever platform you're watching on, hit subscribe. And uh, maybe even hit the share button as well. If you think your audience will get value from it, hit that share button. Let more people know about the content as you possibly can do. Um, anyway, right, I'm going to shoot off. I'm going to go run a bath, have another coffee, and I will see you guys 
on Wednesday. Uh, it'll be another evening session, I'm afraid, because I'm going to be filming during the day. Um, so, yeah, have a great one, and I will catch you then. Stay safe and enjoy your Tuesday, whatever you have planned for it. I'll see you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.